When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Hello there, welcome to another episode of The Talk Republic. I am Carolina Gusik and today we're going to talk about what happened when I tried to hire a photographer for my own family photos in Edinburgh, Scotland. Before we dive into today's topic that is juicy, it has so many good lessons that I would really want to pass on with all of you. I want to give a huge shout out to all the photographers that have joined me on Patreon where I am creating branding, blogging, marketing and business photo tutorials. Uh, the latest tutorial or actually chat that I posted was about contracts. So if you want to join, please feel free to find all this information in patreon.com forward slash the talk republic you can access all the information for only ten dollars a month it is really the best ten dollars that you will spend in your business uh, every month so that being said let's dive into today's conversation now i want to give you a little bit of uh information before we dive in uh into the topic um i i'll be going to scotland in a couple of weeks uh, to celebrate uh, my anniversary with my husband and I thought it would be really cute to get some photos of the two of us in the city. Uh, it seems like the city is very, I don't know, picture perfect. It is really, really gorgeous and I thought it would be really, really nice to, you know, get some memories done. So I, the first thing that I did was I went into Instagram. I was like, oh, let me see what could I find. So I went immediately into hashtags and I started looking for Edinburgh wedding photographer. Um, there is a couple of, you know, like 15,000 images, not that many compared to like big cities. So I scrolled through, uh, I went through some profiles and lesson number one here, uh, some of these photographers didn't have their base city in their profile. So it was very difficult for me to find out if they were actually based in Scotland or if they had gone to Scotland for a destination wedding. So please, super important, even if you travel, uh, make sure that that is very clear on your profile on Instagram, that people know where are you located. Uh, some people would say like, well, if you're really interested, you would have asked. Yes, but guess what? I don't want to waste any time, you know, so... Don't make me work harder. Make things simple for people that want to work with you. So make sure that your city is on your bio and your website is also on your bio. Since I couldn't really find what I was looking for on Instagram, 
uh, because it seemed like I had to really dig into, you know, hashtags, I decided to go to the second best place to find a photographer. Now, this is really interesting because for the first time ever, um, when I got married, this was like a thousand years ago, there wasn't even wedding photographer website. So it was very different. I got married 15 years ago. So a lot of things have changed. So I figured the second best place to find a photographer would be through recommendations. So I went into Facebook to find those recommendations. And because I live in the United States and I don't have that many friends that have traveled to Scotland, I went into a Facebook group that is quite large about photography. And I typed, you know, on the Facebook group, I said that I was going to go to Scotland for my anniversary and that I was looking for a photographer. So if people had any you know, photographers they could recommend to please do so. And a lot of things happen here that are quite interesting. I got a lot of recommendations. A lot of people jumped in and said like, yes, uh, look for so-and-so. They're really good. Some other photographers were like, yeah, I'm in Scotland. Here is my website. So a couple of things to consider. And this is something that I had never thought about that because I had never looked for a photographer. So for the photographers that just drop their website on the comments, I feel like we should go the extra step. Like it would have been better if somebody would be like, oh, I specialize in couples. Here is my, my galleries. Um, you know, we can, I can show you, you know, downtown Edinburgh and we can go for like an adventure. Should be really, really fun. That would have sold me so bad instead of just a link like, yes, here. So you see the difference. So next time around that you find yourselves in a position when somebody's asking for a photographer and you are giving out your information, make sure that you go the extra step and you get the attention of the person interested with like some facts about yourself. Like, yes, I photograph couples all the time or, oh my God, I know the best spots in the city to do so. Or my sessions are super fun. You're going to have the best memories. It's going to feel like, you know, like a day tour. I don't know. Make it interesting instead of just dropping your email and disappearing off the face of the earth. So I got several, you know, uh, photographers. I looked at a bunch of websites and then I narrowed it down to four photographers that I liked their aesthetics. Uh, one of those photographers actually wasn't a recommendation. This is a photographer that I've been following for years that I love. They are not based in Scotland, but anyways, I reached out to them to see if they could travel. And then three other photographers based in Scotland. This is exactly what happened. I fill out all the contact forms on a Saturday morning. That means in Scotland or Europe was Saturday afternoon. Most likely people were working on a Saturday afternoon. They were probably photographing weddings or if they weren't working, they were probably out with their family. So I wasn't expecting a reply on Saturday. I wasn't even expecting a reply on Sunday because that might be the day that you take off to relax, that you don't check your email, that you just work a wedding for 10, 12 hours and you just want to decompress. You just want to spend time with your family. So I wasn't expecting a reply on Sunday either. Monday came around and that's when I thought that I was going to hear from these photographers, but nothing. Crickets. Didn't hear from anybody. Tuesday came around, nothing. By Wednesday, I received a reply from the photographer that was not based in Scotland. He replied, says that unfortunately they were booked for that weekend, so they couldn't travel. Wish me best of luck. Move on. 
which is great. At least he let me know he wasn't available. Now, the three photographers that I contacted in Scotland, it's been almost two weeks and I haven't heard a word from any of them. And this is crazy because in Facebook groups, we hear photographers constantly complaining about being ghosted and that people, you know, that they they don't get business or that nobody's inquiring, inquiring. And I'm not saying this is for everybody, but here are three different photographers that I contacted that I got zero replies from. Now, I'm going to try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and I'm going to create some fake scenarios because I really don't know what happened. Once I hit send, I don't know what happened in the other end. So I'm going to create some fake or fictitious scenarios to see what could possibly have happened and why I never got a reply from these photographers. So the first thing that I thought uh, was probably their contact forms didn't work. This is something that has happened to me in the past my contact form either got disconnected, stopped working, and this is really bad for business. So now you're not supposed to check your contact form every day. That will be crazy, but we all know how our business functions more or less. We all know how many increases per month we receive in average. So if there is a month when you're getting like no increase, or are really, really slow, and you're wondering what's going on, the first thing that I will check is your contact form. Contact form. Make sure that that thing is working. When it has happened to me, it happened like on a week that I was getting nothing, and I'm like, this is so weird. So instead of doing it myself, I contact three different friends, and I'm like, listen, I need you to do me a favor. Please go to my website, fill out my contact form. I need to make sure if this thing is working. So immediately I was able to solve the problem. The contact form had somehow disconnected. So I was able to solve this problem. So maybe these three photographers, their contact form didn't work. I don't know. It is a possibility. So this is just a tip for all of you to make sure that your website is always, always performing. Second thing that I could think that it possibly happened is they did what everybody does when you receive an inquiry and it's like you google the person that is inquiring about services everybody does that Uh, if you don't do it I don't know break news to you everybody does that when I get an inquiry from somebody the first thing that I do is google these people that are contacting me I want to know who they are what what they look like who are they so they probably contact me and they saw that I was a photographer now this is uh funny also because this is what I see in photography groups on Facebook and people complain about oh there is a photographer that inquired and maybe she's trying to find out my pricing and she's just trying to you know to find out how do I reply to emails and I'm not gonna say anything well guess what photographers are people also and they also need family photos so yes there is a chance that they're probably trying to see how do you reply to emails but most likely they're just really wanting to hire a photographer. Like in my case, I wasn't trying to find out how people do business in Scotland. That has nothing to do with me. I wanted to hire a photographer to take cool pictures of me and my husband. So I want you to stop having that mentality that people are out to get your pricing list. And if they are what? Like your pricing list is just numbers. That's not your marketing strategy. That's not anything in particular other than a PDF with your pricing. Don't be so overly protected of it. Send it out. 
What? What if they book you? You make money. If they don't book you, whatever, you move on. Like even if somebody grabs your price menu and, you know, copy your pricing, that means absolutely nothing. Stop being so overprotective of things that really don't matter because you could be hurting your business. In this case, I'm not saying this is what happened with these three photographers. I'm just giving, you know, some fictitious case scenarios, but I'm basing these case scenarios in what I have seen in photography groups. So don't be so overprotective. Send that, you know, send that reply, send your pricing. You might be leaving money on the table. So don't do that. Just, you know, treat everybody that contact you, contact you as if they were potential clients because that's exactly what they are. They are potential clients. Uh, another thing that perhaps uh, they just, they're just really busy and they haven't had a chance to reply to my inquiry, even though this was two weeks ago. And if that is the case, if you are so busy that you can manage your email, hire somebody to manage your email. Because right now it's been two weeks, even if they contact me now, now I have this like uh, icky feeling about them. Now I'm just like, I don't know, I'm going to give you my money and you're going to disappear. Are you going to tell me that my picture is going to be ready in a month and you're really going to give them back in six, seven, eight months? Now I have a little bit of distrust and you don't want to create distrust with a future client. You don't want that. You want people that are giving you money and that want to work with you to feel 100% comfortable doing business with you, especially when they come from another country. So I have clients that they come from England all the time to get married in Florida. You have to be super attentive to replying to emails or phone calls. That is huge like, a, like communication, it's super important to build trust. So if that's the case that you are super busy, hire somebody to manage your emails. That's it. If it's something that you don't like to do, that you drag to again, that it's not fun for you, that you don't enjoy, that you're so busy to do, hire, I mean, hire a, a virtual assistant to do it for you. You pay somebody, you know, a couple, I don't know, I don't know how much virtual assistant costs, $20 per hour. I don't know. You hire her for a couple of hours per week to manage your paperwork. That way you don't hurt your business. Another thing that I thought was interesting is since I didn't have the result that I wanted either on Instagram hashtags or by Facebook uh, suggestions, I decided to go on an Instagram stories. And I went on Instagram stories and I created a couple of stories Telling again, listen, I'm flying, I'm going to Scotland, I'm going to put my husband, I want to get photos taken. And a couple of photographers from other cities in Europe replied to my stories. They're like, oh my God, Edinburgh is so pretty. And oh, I would love to photograph you and your husband. But it was like a very soft and subtle and polite way to approach the situation. And I have been that person, right? Because you don't want to be like, so straightforward. You don't want to be like, like salesy about it, right? You want to take like a step back and let the person make the decision. Now that I'm on the other side of the equation, I want to tell you guys that do not be soft and subtle. Do not be unapologetic about your services. If I ask, if I request, like, listen, I'm looking for a photographer in Scotland and you can travel to Scotland, 
instead of sending me a DM saying like, oh, it will be so lovely and waiting for me to make a decision, you should have been like, listen, I can travel to Scotland for this amount of money. This is how much I charge for photos. I love photographing couples. Here is my portfolio. Let me know if you're interested. Straight. Put it all on the table. You have nothing to lose because I, as a consumer, I am asking for that information. You are not just approaching me doing a, a cold call out of nowhere. Just like, hey, would you be interested? No, like I am asking for this information. So give me that information. Don't go, don't beat around the bush. Don't try to be subtle and polite and, you know, just like, I mean, you should always be polite, but what I'm trying to say is don't try to be so settled and be like, mm, I don't want to be salty, so I'm just going to put this maybe yes, maybe not. No, go all on it. Be like, listen, I saw your Instagram story. I know you're looking for a photographer in Edinburgh. I am based in, I don't know, Spain. I would love to travel to Edinburgh. I just looked, you know, my travel fees are this, plus my collections are this one. This is my portfolio. It will be amazing if we can work together. Let me know if you have any questions. Sold. I have nothing to do other than go and see this person's website, make a decision if I love this work and I know exactly how much it's going to cost me and finalize the details. I don't have to be like, hmm, maybe, but how much this person charge? I don't know. Now I have to send an email and ask about this and inquire. Oh my God. I, as a consumer, I don't want to make choices. I don't want to waste my brain and my energy making choices that you could have done for me. And this is also, as I said, this is a lesson for me as a photographer when I get clients, when I approach clients. I, being on the other side of the spectrum gave me so many ideas and opportunities of how to do my business better. So there you have a guy, guys, still, it's been two weeks since I decided uh, to maybe hire a photographer to for my trip to Edinburgh and I still don't have a photographer so I don't know if I'm gonna hire one or not but at least I got some good marketing referrals out of this exercise so there you have it I hope this helps you also in your business and hopefully you know we can book more clients and stop you know wasting time all right guys that's all for today thank you so much for being a part of the community thank you so much for listening to the podcast and i'll catch you very soon with another marketing conversation bye thanks for listening to today's episode for more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes please visit thetogrepublic.com if you enjoyed today's show please go to itunes and leave us a review want even more join our marketing community group just search for the tog republic group on facebook until next week Thank you.